Welcome everybody to another installment of the Building Savages podcast. I'm here with the one and only Get Coached by EP. Oh, that's me. That's me. What up, people? What's going on? Make sure you guys hit that like and subscribe. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Catch us in Germany. <laughs> Catch us in Mars and Saturn. Mars. Still, still no Uranus, people. Still, still no, no Uranus, Uranus yet. Not yet. Maybe one day. Maybe one yeah. day. Thank, thank you guys for all the support. We, uh, we definitely see the viewership going up. We definitely see the, the, um, the engagement going up. You know, it seems like you guys are really getting excited for these episodes. And and it's funny, like this is what we was talking about, right? When you start getting around that twenty episode mark, eventually, it's like, what's going on over there? Um, we're getting better with the marketing and the clipping and everything's coming together more so it's definitely starting to bring some excitement to the build the savages podcast so we thank everybody for supporting it and just keep tuning in keep tuning in checking back on some of the old episodes you possibly might have missed we got a, we got 20 episodes in so there's a lot of good content a lot of good conversations that you might not have checked out on yeah and we're also catching up so i mean sooner or later you'll be you'll be right with us every single week for sure on every single week but right now we're just catching up so just enjoy what, what, what we got going watch us grow Especially that we're dropping two a week. Like, watch the differences between the fucking videos. Oh yeah, um, yeah. We we appreciate every single person that that watches it. Again, this was just supposed to be like a fun thing, and it's turning into a fun thing, and it's still a fun thing. But it's still a fun thing. Yeah, but I mean, it's great, and we appreciate everybody. You know what I appreciate about it? And I'm not gonna make this a podcast about the podcast, but like, we're we're learning something new in our career at this point like we've yes. done so many we've done so many things and as we're continuing to grow in our own personal spaces now it's like starting something brand new from scratch that don't really know too much about and you're figuring it about in real time and i just think that it's important that like anybody that's been in in their career or their passion for so long like you got to find a way to keep it excited man yes 100 percent a hundred percent. I was literally just talking to Terrence before, like I started writing down like my goals and visions. I'm one of those people that I just kind of do. And I know like the direction I'm going, but I kind of write my goal and visions last week or yesterday or whatever like that. And one of the recurring things was education and like educating other coaches and stuff like that. And it was recurring from like 10 years to five years to this year. And like, it wasn't because I was just writing to write it. I was like, my goal is to help educate and I'm going to do it any way I can. And this right here, is like an avenue that I'm going to be, I'm proud to continue taking and something that I can hope can continue for 10 years down the line, five years down the line and all that stuff. So I'm grateful for it. And again, we don't want to make it a podcast out of the podcast, but hopefully like this moment here, an episode, whatever the hell it is, I think it's 28. He's better at the numbers than I am, but <laughs> 28, when we reach 128, like I can be like, damn, like we're, we're making it. I mean, we're making it. Yeah, and and I I have the same vision that you do too. Like, um, my brain goes to how do I coach other coaches, right? And and I feel like I'm starting to tap into that a little bit now because I have like up and coming coaches starting to speak to me, ask me questions, tell me how they view my stuff, and it, you know I inspire them with certain things that they learn a lot from me, which is dope. I just mm -hmm. had somebody uh message me yesterday like, "Yo, man, I got my NASM cert screenshotted to me," and he was like, "Yo, all that stuff that you was telling me, you was like a big help in this, you know. Thanks a lot for all your help." And I'm like, "We're moving in that direction, which is dope. I love that. I love moving it in that direction." So, let's say year 15 of my career, year 20 of my career, like I can have a whole nother avenue that's like on top of all these people that I helped over through my years. Now I'm able to help other professionals become better professionals. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree with you, and that's why we're 
we're doing this. And that's why we fucking actually have a lot in common because we have kind of the same visions, but different directions. But yeah. no matter what, bro, we're always going to be in it together. Sure, man. It's the build. That's why we are the Building Savages podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Enough with our, enough with this sab talk. What we got going on today, yeah, Terrence? We are talking about the kids, man. Uh, Evan was putting uh, the video together, and I was like, bro, you can't, you can't put that. We're made for kids because we curse too much. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I was like, bro, there are two things for kids: Wu Tang and Building Savages podcast. <laughs> Those are for kids. Kids and Wu Tang all day. Very Red true. Red man over here. No matter. Very, very true. And with that being said, I was like, you know what? This actually is a good time to talk about youth training. Yeah. You know, and what 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 better way to segue into talking about training for the youth? And when I, I went to TCNJ and we had a professor there named a- Avery Fagenbaum. Now, anybody who's probably in the strength world has, has probably heard about that name some capacity, especially if they're into youth fitness, because that is his spiel. Like, he's really, really big on training kids, that kids should be strength training, that kids should be following structured exercise programming. And a lot of his work is dedicated strictly in that field. And when I had took his classes, when I was around his speaking, he was very adamant in that. And typically, like, we've all heard uh, the stigmas, right? Like, lifting weights is going to stunt your growth or lifting weights is dangerous or, you know, um, the kids are too young to do that type of activity. And as you start to learn more about fitness and you start to learn more about movement, you, you realize how much is just a lack of education behind people knowing these things, mm-hmm. right? Like this is almost like an eighties mindset. Like that's not how this operates. And if anything, strength training is the thing that kids should probably start sooner than sports. Yeah. Because with weight training or structured exercise, the key word is structure, right? Now, like with anything, right? If you have a lack of structure, you have a lack of education and and misdirection, this can go bad for you. But obviously we're talking about a situation of someone who's a trained professional and that knows how to guide someone the correct way. So with that being said, sports puts you in positions or situations that are very abrupt Mm -hmm. so now when you're thinking about sports you're jumping you're sprinting you're catching changing direction all things that actually can be trained and all things that you can do in uh, exercise routine to prepare you for these moments but now think about you're throwing a kid into a situation telling them to do all these things without being properly trained in a competition mode. Yeah. So this can, their, their risk of injury is actually higher being that they don't know how to move already. And they might not have the strength and the capacity to do some of these um, skills that are required for whatever this sport is, but we'll be quick to say that, Oh, well, they shouldn't be exercising. They shouldn't be strength training. And I think people just assume that when you're telling someone, hey, you're going to be strength training and that they're just throwing this heavy barbell on your back. Like, that's not how that works. Not at all. Not at all. It's a, I, I do enjoy the the stunting your growth, being a fucking short king over here. Like, not, not, I didn't weight lift and I'm short as shit, so it doesn't really matter. But it is it, it is interesting because I feel like nowadays, like, kids are more likely to actually get into strength training, which is great. You, you want to see that. And I think parents have the stigma of exactly that. They put the barbell on their back and stuff like that. But it's more movement-based. 
And it's just skills training. Like skills training is very like program structured stuff to build the kid's confidence and coordination in different movements for them to do on the sports field. But it's the same thing in the weight room. Like it's just basic thing down. It's basic down. If the kids aren't coordinated and strong enough to handle the stresses and loads of the movements that they have to bear on a day to day when they go play baseball, softball, whatever, soccer, and all that stuff, they're gonna get injured. It's nothing worse than getting a kid injured super early because they're too weak or they don't understand the movements properly or they don't know how to stop or they don't know uh, what knee valgus is or how to kind of get out of this stuff. So the way I kind of structure um, like um, kids training is problem solving. Like the yeah. goal is to problem solve. Um, how can you move X to Y? How can you make it a game? How can you um, move in a certain way that's beneficial to you? And it's a lot about understanding the kids' bodies and the kids' limitations, but also like it is like kids kind of enjoy it. I mean, kids enjoy being strong and being able to do things that their friends can't. And I mean, if they ever have the opportunity to strength train, because it is a personal training effort or it is like a group stress effort or you do have to pay out because, I mean, parents should not be training their kids if they don't know how to fucking train, by the way. that. Um like I think it's very beneficial and important and it builds confidence in, in, in athletes and it builds confidence in kids that don't even play sports and stuff like that. I think it's good for them. I think it's great. I wish I knew about it when I was younger. Yeah. Like I, I really wish I, I had like direction being someone that was young and, and learning how to properly move and mm-hmm. learning like how to fundamentally squat properly and, like there, there's some kids when I like watch a move, like I do get nervous, right? Because I, I know sometimes we think like, oh, they're a kid, they can't get hurt, or if they're a kid, they they they'll recover from it. Like that's not the mindset that we should be moving with, because at the end of the day, like injuries are injuries, and depending on how bad you're ruining your body or beating up your body, even on a young, even on a young individual, like these things add up over time. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's like how many times have we heard about the kid who, um, oh, you know, they, they've sprained their ankle. And, you know, once you sprain your ankle, you're susceptible to spraining your ankle again. And mm-hmm. a lot of times it's just there's nothing being done about, especially as a kid spraining their ankle. And, and now it's like they get older and it's like, yeah, I sprained that ankle like seven times already. It's like, God yeah. damn, dude. Yeah, like, that's fun. That's cool. Like, you, do you walk fine or do you just hop on one leg? Like, how does that work? I mean, it's a... Uh... It's crazy. And I think it's very important that kids actually fucking actually get into it and understand that, like how to properly move. It's crazy because like, like even even getting into like, like college sports, like watching the freshmen come into like uh, Syracuse or watching the freshmen come into to LSU, like not knowing how to squat. Like, it's just crazy to me, like 18 year olds don't even know how to do it. And it's just understanding how to do that stuff can get you out of trouble. Like, yeah. If you and it's it and it doesn't have to be anything crazy because like if you understand how to squat properly, if they fall, they know how to get back up properly. And a lot of the times, like a lot of the common injuries for 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 kids is falling because they don't know how to land. So that's why like things like doing jujitsu is also very important, or doing like martial arts because like the very first thing you learn is how to fall, and like that helps you learn how to fall when you guys do like their sports. So it's. Like, that's how training should be for, for kids, like understanding what score specific things they need to do, what injuries, um, what are the leading injuries and how to avoid it. And then also, like, I mean, they don't need to be lifting like fucking they're not going to be lifting 225 unless they're weightlifters. Yeah. Unless they're weightlifters, they need to learn how to clean and how to pull and stuff like that. 
But to be honest, like all they need to learn is the fundamental movements that we all go over. They need to they need to learn how to crawl. They need to learn how to walk properly. They need to learn how to run. But they also need to learn how to squat, hinge, um, single leg movement, push up, pull, all that stuff. Because it makes them like a very strong natural body and injury and injury prevention. Like they make them bulletproof. You know what I mean? Like who doesn't want a bulletproof child? You know what I mean, then you have to deal with like fucking injuries and casts and all that stuff. Like strong ass kids, like lead strong ass lives and they're also like more susceptible to like not being i mean obese or overweight when they grow up because they understand what how it feels to be strong and the importance of training and being very active which is being active super important um and i think there's a beauty in too like letting kids um free play yes you know because in in letting kids free play like you are building up a lot of this you're building up uh, mind muscle intuition or mind muscle coordination you're building up strength you're building up work capacity so like when kids play they play fighting they're jumping and they're rolling around and they're tackling each other like all types of things that are involving strength-based muscular endurance and just kind of like building up um resistance within the body you know so stripping your child away from something like that one is going to promote more obesity because now they're going to be more in stationary, mm-hmm. you know? So just slapping an iPad in front of somebody and just kind of letting their day pass by that that's going to be a, a lifestyle that they're going to be accustomed to getting older. Right. And kids like to fucking eat. So now you throw that on top of just being stationary and you're not going to change anything about their diet. Yeah. So what do you think is going to start to happen now? Dude, it's getting bad to the point now that they're, um, you heard about them like prescribing this pill for like kids. Yeah, I thought it was a shot. I thought it was a shot, but yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. This is getting crazy, yo. Stupid. Stupid. I've never, I've never heard of that shit in my life. Like I, like it's a simple solve is just like literally putting kids into sports or putting, making kids more active. But like, it's just like the thing of like. Parents are just late, like too lazy, and then they're like, "Oh, like you're fine the way you are," but then you all of a sudden like have to fucking take a pill because you're too fat, and like it's. Bro, just... we gotta stop that. You're fine the way you are thing. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like participation yeah. trophies. I was literally having the argument today. Like, I, I'm sorry. Like, if you don't win anything, you're not gonna get a participation trophy. You, you just showing up isn't good enough. I mean, you actually being active, trying, like wanting to get better, like that's Man. better. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that. And shit. what just happened to like you know. Oh shit! They beat me out. Now I want to do better or work harder to get that. You know why do we have to just um pat you on the back? Like, hey, at least you did it. Like, okay, that not to say that that's that's a bad thing. Yeah, it's good that you did it. But what 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 do we need like some kind of extra special recognition for that you that you did the thing? So did so did a million other people that just did this thing. That person is the winner. Yeah, it's the it's the it's the thing of like when they become adults, all of a sudden they get butt hurt when like somebody's beating them at something that they're at the same level but this person works so much harder and this person like did absolutely nothing but he's like why can't i do that or why can't don't i get a pay raise because you didn't do shit yeah like it doesn't make any sense so it's um it, it promotes it just promotes a lack of of drive and a, it promotes like a lack of actual competitive nature to actually want to do better because you're gonna get you're gonna get a prize no matter what doesn't matter if you fucking half-ass it or you just show up or you fall asleep or you don't work hard. Like you're just gonna you're here, here you go, you get a prize anyway. Yeah. Sense. And now nope. that's promote and that's promoting uh lackadaisical effort over Yes. 
laziness. Because you know, we'll we'll still get accepted for for half assing, or we'll still get accepted for you know um, doing the bare minimum. I'm really bad. I really I really get uh, annoyed with people that like to do the bare minimum. I hate it. That's bro. like a pet peeve of mine. I hate it. Like just like just showing up and just doing just doing enough. But like those are the problem is that the people who do bare minimum are also the people that complain the most about not getting to where they need to be. It's like, bro, like you didn't like you just show cool. I hate like there is a, a there is a thing of showing up. Some days sure. it's okay to show up. Like I had a horrible day today. I still lifted, like it wasn't the same. I cut some reps, I cut some things, I showed up. But at the end of the day, like I know I have to push myself to be able to get to where right. I'm gonna be. But I'm not gonna complain about me just showing up every single day and then not reaching my goal. I mean, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to go get it. So it's those people that do the bare minimum. They're just okay. Like, it's just okay. But but then complain the most. I don't understand that. That's what annoys me. Like, just show me. Show me. Show me you want it then. If you want it, then you'll actually make that priority. Yeah. And whenever I speak on things like this, I speak of patterns, right? Because like Evan said, like, you're going to have those days where you just aren't going to be your best. Right? But mm-hmm. if there's there's moments where maybe there's some factors that's not allowing you to be their best, and there's also moments to where like you weren't your best today because you just actively didn't choose to to push yourself to be your best. Like it was on your lazy behalf. Yeah. It happens, right? But if we have a pattern of always showing up half-assing more than the time that we really show up putting in full effort, that's where I feel like the, the issue starts to become now. Cause yeah. like obviously we're not we're not robots and we're not superhumans, right? So we're gonna have our days. We're humans at the end of the day, which is fine. But I think there should be a, a bigger streak of me going in there giving my all compared to me just kind of like passing by and then expecting. That's where like this entitlement kind of comes into. Yep. Like you 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 expect the most off of a very little effort. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. It's expectations. Like you're. You that the lines just don't mix for some people like they expect the world and then they don't actually put enough to even get close to what they fucking want so it's it's annoying bro i don't even know how to like explain it it's just annoying and i think the only thing but it to, starts from, but but to bring it back to what we were saying like it's it really starts from from young age it's, yeah 100 it starts from young age it starts from adult from from, from parenting and it starts from young age is to show the kid to show the kid that hard work always like fucking prevails in every direction, anyway, doesn't matter. You know what I mean, it does not. Yeah, and, I, and oh. I think we need to keep instilling, you know, having a, a active mind, having a, a very like um, active lifestyle, and promoting physical activities for our children. Not not only just for the physical aspects and the benefits that come with that, but just for the mentality that it builds in somebody. I always say like someone who comes from playing on a sports team at a young age, they just grow up with a little bit of different mindset. They understand teamwork a little bit differently. Um, They're typically more diversified than the average person because you're working with people that are all different backgrounds, all different shades, all different like belief systems. And you learn how to coexist and work with these people. Yeah, You know, like they they typically are um, just easier going harder working people to be around and they understand how to work as a team and not for the most part act as um so selfish yeah it's a you could definitely tell like people who's played sports in the past and who haven't just by interacting with them and like just understanding their drive and the direction that they want to go 
But I think it's also important and like going back to the kids stuff, I think it's also very important that that uh, like the parents show the importance of being active because I was yeah. looking at some research and stuff like that. Kids are more likely to be active if the mother's active. Mm-hmm. And that's just because like a lot of the times, like the, the kids are more with their mother because of, I mean, childbirth and all that stuff. Like you get me, it just it, it's just a natural thing. So if the mother is more active, like a lot of the times the children will be more active just because their mother is. But showing that in the household in general, like, I mean, going for walks, like having a gym in the in the garage, taking the kids to the gym with you. Like if you're lucky enough to be able to do that where you have the kid go to day, have a daycare while you go work out or whatever like that. Like that's a blessing. You know what I mean, showing your kids like your kids are sponges, like watching your kids watching you perform this stuff, like, I want to be like dad. I want to be like like mom. Like, that's super important because they mirror you. So if they see laziness and they see the inactivity and then they see, like, nothing go on, like, they're going to be the same thing. You know I mean? They're going to do exactly the same thing. So even if you put your kids into sports and stuff like that, it's also very important that you are active yourself to show your kids that it's important to do it, especially for longevity purposes. You know I mean? And also, like, to beat their ass you get me like it's just like i i want i'm training right now to beat my future kid like he's never gonna beat me at anything he does not have a shot he does not have a shot he's not gonna be tall so he's not dunking over me like it doesn't matter pick a sport his ass is going down i'm training for that now so like but to to to, to put like but it's a funny way to put it but you also want to be able to play with your kids forever and play with your grandkids or whatever. So even though we're diverging from like the, the the thought process of training with kids, like athletes want to, I mean, adults or parents want to be able to move around when they see their grandkids. Like you need to be able to training is forever. It comes from a small age, like from a baby. And that's why you put your kids in gymnastics. You put your kids in sports from kids in sports to being in team sports. Then they're actually active in there. And then all of a sudden they go to high school, they start training but there's also like the mirror of like they can start training earlier than that. Like, what's the problem? What's the problem of actually strength training a little earlier, and and taking that stigma away and allowing your kids to to be exposed to something before the other kids. You know I mean, because then they'll be a little bit ahead and they can educate, they can teach, and they can move better. Yeah, you know I mean, they can be the start of a better athlete than you can ever imagine. You know I mean, like the the teaching kids young and teaching kids young will make them the longevity like have the longevity that you don't have because you decided not to not to instill that in yourself at an early age or your parents didn't or whatever like that so it's very important to drive that early because when you're where you're gone you want your kid to be able to to have the life that you don't want to right so if they actually have that mentality of like living for longevity like they'll be able to play with their grandkids and their great grandkids or whatever the fuck i mean so it's important It, it it it's it's longer than you think Instilling this now is a longer, is a longer vision and a longer, um, positive avenue than you think. And you know the 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 one thing that I will always bring up. I was like, imagine if you stayed active as a kid and you never stopped. Yeah. You know, like some of these extreme diets that people go on, or some of these extreme workout programs and plans, like they wouldn't even have to exist. Like you would naturally always be in shape. You would always like imagine if you just understood basic movement patterns since you was like six years old, because 
around six, I would say, is an idea where you can start because that's when kids can really start to follow instruction. Yes. So around that, like five, six, seven age, given um maybe the the process of the kid and their learning, that would be a good idea to kind of start starting your kid into like exercise. Yeah. And when we say exercise, we're talking about structure movement, right? Mm-hmm. So now your kid learns how to squat at six, heels down, knees over toes, ankle mobility is phenomenal. Kid can do like ten push ups. There's adults that can't do this, right? So now being that you have this six-year-old and they never lost that ability as they continue to get older, just think of the fitness level. They would already be in more shape than 98% of the the population walking around. Mm -hmm. They'll have a healthier relationship with movement because they won't look at anything as extremes because all they ever did was practice consistency and and patterning. You know, like it's it's for them, it's just as normal as just waking up and brushing their teeth in the morning to go squat or to go on a run or you know to go jump rope or something like they they don't know another life without it you know and as we get older we typically fall into lifestyles that don't promote this type of stuff so that's where it comes from like if i had this instilled in me as a kid i make sure that i always have this a part of me so maybe i'm at a a stage in my life where things are really busy so i know what it's like to put together a routine for 10 to 20 minutes yeah like today i was working from home all day and now i have this thing with myself like mondays is is my day working from home where i just do like all my program and set up for the week yada yada so now being that i know i'm not going to be going to the gym because i want to stay locked in i'm kind of like making games with myself to where it's like all right i'm going to do two exercises that I'm going to randomly throw in throughout the whole work shift. Cause I'm literally doing like a nine to five. Yeah. So today I picked kettlebell swings and pushups set to 20 for both. And I would just keep randomly doing them in between and just letting that accumulate over the time. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's kind of promoting more physical activity opposed to just like a structured workout quote unquote, but yeah. that's the intention for today. Today is just to move, keep my brain uh, today is just to work from home keep my brain healthy, keep my body moving. So I'm not just staring at the computer in this conformed position all day long, you know? So you just, and this is someone who, you know, understands fitness and understand movement and has a good relationship with it, but you just kind of learn to make it work for you. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like instilling that at such a young age and just building up that relationship with, with movement and with nutrition, you know, like, those things going hand in hand takes away the extremes as you start to get older. Mm. You know, like a a lot of us wouldn't have to um, look into, let's say some of these surgeries or even consider the thought of some of these surgeries, right? Imagine being able to do a pull-up at six and never losing that ability and always having that body strength, you know, like these things really set you apart. And the funny part is when we start training a lot of these adults, guess what we do with them um, when we start? We start bringing them back to some of the things that we did as kids. Yeah, hundred percent. It's a it is it, crazy because losing the ability is probably like the biggest thing that you said in there. Because like people lose the ability to do the basic of basic, yeah. the basic of basic crawl for me. Like they can't put one foot in the front of the other in the in a quadruped position. Jump, they can't get two inches off the fucking ground. Skip, what to skip? Like it like. The process, because they're not used to moving, we have to bring them back to being a child because, like, those are the basic moving patterns that we learn. And the basic things are basically on your back, on your stomach, crawling position, okay, half kneeling, 
standing. Yeah. And those whole planes of motion okay, are super basic and super not and, and super super basic and they get progressively harder because that's basically how we were fucking babies, babysit toddlers. On our back, on our side, on our stomach, on our hands, on one knee, and then we're standing up. If you can get master these positions, and a lot of people can't even get up from the fucking ground, like it's this is important, people. Yeah. And like being strong in these positions are important, and losing the the ability to do these things. I'm not saying those basic things, but the basic things of jumping, running, walking, being able to pull yourself up, being able to squat full full depth, like you lose it because you you don't use it. Period. Period. Um. I think another point is like, especially for like people that are listening to this that do have kids and don't understand what strength training will look like for kids. Super basic. Literally what I just said. Like if I were to write a day for a child, because I have a couple kids that I train that are six and I've been training a kid that's been training with me since he was like nine and now he's like 14. He's a fucking beast. Oh, dope. Yeah. So he's a squat, air squat to goblet squat, dead bug or plank. Then he'll fucking probably like do push-ups on an incline and then downgrade it to the, to the ground if I need to, if he's better than that. TRX row. Walking lunges or static lunges, doesn't matter. And then a carry. Six things. And that's like a basic, that's like day one. If I would see him to day two, it would look something very similar. It will probably be like a, like a hip thrust to like a single leg hip thrust or something like that to a side plank to uh let's see uh, to uh maybe like another push variation like i don't know maybe overhead might not work for them because the stabilization but that's a we can just do more push-ups get another row variation they'll still carry and they'll still fucking lunge like it's not it, it's not I, I didn't say front squat i didn't say back squat i didn't say ab wheel i didn't say fucking barbell bench press like those are the basic things that i would basically put them through because those are body weight calisthenic movements but movement qualities that can progress them yeah that's literally what training kids will look like and obviously you'll put a game in there you'll make it fun for them you'll talk here and there maybe like in between sets like i'll make them run or i'll make them skip like that's like these are different things i'll add in there to make it more fun but a structured program will probably be six movements because like kids don't pay attention enough to do any more than that but if you make it fun and you make it a game um also landing is also very important so probably like a landing drill would be another thing a jumping drill a rolling drill learning how to fall like um learning how to twist your body in weird directions lateral being in the frontal plane like things like that will all be structured into a program but again i didn't say like fucking like i mean sled pushes are fucking also very easy but i also didn't say like fucking kettlebell swings just yet i didn't say clean and jerks like these things are super basic and these things are are are, are useful for kids because they're basic movement patterns yeah nothing crazy nothing crazy and i like that you have a mixture of structured and unstructured in there yes you know because now you was like in between i might have them run or i might have them skip or i might have them jump like something that's going to keep them moving because you know the the cardio of a kid is ridiculous it's ridiculous like you're going to have them do a set and then they're just going to be waiting around to see what the next thing is it's like keep them active you know they can do a little stuff everything doesn't have to be such three by ten three by twelve it's like you're dealing with a kid at the end of the day you want to keep them strong and then you also want to make sure they're having fun and staying engaged at the end of the day too exactly and a lot of times it's just like Sometimes I'll make games out of out of movements. Like 
Um, a fun game that I usually do is like I'll start them in a 90-90. I'll be like, do a wiper. Now get up into a push-up. Do a push-up. Get into a crab and then get into a, a push-up. Then go back into a crab. Do a bear crawl. Now get back into your 90-90 and let them understand where they are in space. But mm-hmm. now they're in structured movements that are beneficial to where they need to be. But then it also makes it reactionary. But it also makes it a game. It also makes it fun. Like that's just stru- unstructured way to do it that lets them kind of just play. And that's a free play version of like how I would do it with like, a, probably like that would be like more like a nine-year-old because they ha- would have to understand these movements. But like a six-year-old, like you can still, I play floor is lava with one of these kids. I'll like throw Eric's pads on the ground, floor is lava. Now go ahead, jump, 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 long jump, short jump. Okay, I want you to go ahead and skip over here. Like I'll just play games. Sometimes. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're getting everything that you need out of that because now you're working on jumping, you're working on landing, mm-hmm. you're working on single leg, this coordination, rhythm. Exactly. It's not, it's, 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 I mean, I wish fitness looked like that sometimes where it's just more fun. Like I, I enjoy a structured thing because I, I, I'm old and boring, but like sometimes it can just be that fun for other people too. Yeah. That's oh. how I started adapting kettlebell flow, honestly. That was, yeah. like, the really the biggest thing. It's just, like, as as structured as I do like things, like, I need something to where, like, I can just kind of free flow and I can just do, like, unstructured fun without having to to feel like I'm stuck on a program. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, I, and, I, and I do think as adults, like, you should have a mixture of both at the end of the day. And, and this is something that I actually speak about often. You do need to have programming that you follow with a desired goal that's meant with an intention to get your result. Mm-hmm. But in between all of this stuff, you should be doing things that promote freedom of movement. Yes. You know, like your freedom of movement is just to kind of promote physical activity, promote fun, promote mobility, and maybe some of these other things that just hard result-driven training won't really give you yeah for sure i mean that could be any i mean even as adults like intramural sports more sports yeah. like those are those are simple things that you can do and like that would be fucking super beneficial to add steps in add physical activity for but sure. also change the dynamic i mean pickleball is like becoming the fastest growing sport at, like in the in the world now listen because i've had way too many people injured like doing pickleball Pickleball. Really? <laughs> so, so I, there's a statistic uh, to about two things. The highest rate of injuries in adults right now is are scoot electric scooters and pickleball. Because what happens is people will will hop off the couch and play pickleball, but it's still a laterally fast. Like it's it's tennis. It's still you still have to be lateral. I had somebody tear their tear their Achilles Damn. playing pickleball, and I had somebody um build uh without any prior injuries to her shoulders start building a tennis elbow or what is it yeah tennis elbow damn so so like it's still i'm not saying just hop off the couch and start playing like but just understand that you can still get injured in the basic sport but like this is where this is a addition to your strength training i mean like this like you should still be strength training it shouldn't just be one thing um quality of movements but also multiple different planes of motion and different um, avenues of gaining strength and gaining quality movements is super important for anybody and especially yeah. for kids like I'm, I'm you know we keep going back and forth between adults and kids but we train more adults but it's still beneficial to understand the differences but they or link the, similarities, the, the similar the similarities yes the similarities yeah. between like what you should be doing as an adult and what you should be doing as a kid 
But just because you're an adult doesn't mean you should be not doing kid shit because the kid shit's still beneficial to you. Yeah. And around. we keep going back to adults because primarily, like, adults are what listens to this podcast. So even though we're but for there children. also are a lot of adults that listen to this podcast that have children. Exactly. And Wu-Tang Wu -Tang and Building Savages podcast are for children. We are for the kids, man. We're for the kids. Yeah. Right, that was a good talk, man. Yeah. Hope some people grab something from that. Hopefully. Now I feel like going to going to free play and just going on a monkey bar and right. swinging around. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the playground. This is the my dream house now has a playground in the backyard that is big enough to fit me, which probably won't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I want to do like a build and beast field day. That would be dope. Uh, I really want to do one, man. Um, um, I got a lot of ideas that I'm gonna start jumping on soon. But yeah, that that shit would be so fun, dude. Just doing like yeah, like little races, like little like scooter the, races and shit like sack, that. The, get like sack and jumping around. The sack, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like the, you remember the big like the not the blanket, but like you know you throw it up and then you're supposed to run under the 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 little oh, thing. Oh yeah. Oh, but like you open it, and be like Evan, and you just run and you slide yeah. through the fucking thing. You have to grab the other side, or you get caught in it. Like called. relay races and shit like that. Relay races. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be that'd be a dope idea. Free 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 play is important, guys. Like uh, I I tell people all the time, like the, the closest way to stay young is to, to be active and strong and healthy. Yes. You know, like that that'll allow you the capacity and the ability to do anything that you want to as you continue to age. You know, stay strong, stay 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 uh strength training basic nutrition thing that we all spoke about and it's just funny how it comes full circle right but this time we spoke spoke about like where it needs to start from it really needs to start from the kids and it really needs to start from the upbringing yes. well speaking of that i just shared something on um i just shared something on my instagram today that i ran across it was somebody saying like they put the headline up like obesity runs in my family right yeah, I, I didn't read the whole thing. Tell me yes go ahead so it's like obesity runs in my family and it's like no habits run in your family you get what I'm saying? So it's like families, they typically follow a certain mindset. They typically follow a certain structure and they, they follow um, like-minded habits because this is what you guys, this is like what you're rooted in growing up under. These, yeah. these are the beliefs or these are just the, the customs that you guys follow through. So mm -hmm. it's like, do we ever think that obesity runs in our family because nobody runs in our family or nobody understands nutrition or nobody promotes these things that wouldn't promote a style of obesity you know mm -hmm. and that kind of led in like i sent this to my email chat my building beast group and stuff like that and i'm and i even brought it into me just bringing a little personal where it was like i'm the one that really introduced health and fitness to my family yeah you know that wasn't really um so much of a thing growing up but now it's like this avenue that i took upon and now i'm trying to bring it back home and bringing it to my personal community just to share the information that I have just to kind of better everybody's quality of lives differently. You know, so now this sets up the future generations of what my family tree starts to look like now because it's like, okay, we have this information and we have ways that we can continue to make the generations under us healthier, stronger, more fed, um, physically wise, mentally wise, all of this because now we have this information that's privy to us, you know, yes. and, and a lot of people, um, and, and the more you actually start to talk to some of your clients, right? You know, when they, you start listening to some of their backgrounds and some of the things that they do as families, it just kind of comes from a space of 
a lack of knowledge or a lack of uh, action in these areas that really promote a healthy lifestyle for people moving forward. I think uh, to to add on top of that is for especially like a lot of the people that are adults right now that aren't movers that are behind the the eight ball. It's never too late to start. And I think yeah. like that goes with anything, like as we're talking right now, like you're listening to a podcast or you're educating yourself, but no matter what, it's never too late to start and start small. Don't go crazy. But like, it's never too late to to show your kids that you are that person that you want to be, but you also want to be here for your kids, kids and their kids, kids and stuff like that. Like just because like you're, you're behind the fucking eight ball doesn't mean you can't, you can't try. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's also super important. It doesn't matter when you start your fitness journey as long as it starts and it promotes like longevity. Like I'm not asking, I'm not asking like the people that's starting right now that tomorrow I want you to get a six pack. Yeah, I mean, I'm still, I've, I've been trying for 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 30, 31 years. I'm never gonna get one, and I'm fine with it. But but the the is that's a joke. But at the same time, it's like don't expect don't expect the fucking world. But I do want you guys to be aware that it's okay to start moving now. Yeah. And educate yourself. Yeah. All right. And on that, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Make sure you like, subscribe, catch us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, any other podcast streaming thing that we might be on because I'm on every more day. On <laughs> what day. little services we might be on. Yeah. I also I also got the perfect title for the for this uh for this podcast. It's called it's gonna be called Wu Tang and Building Savages podcast are for the children, and then <laughs> perfect name for it. Boom. Yeah, we got a lot of good stuff to clip up for this one, so I'm excited to let this one go. Yeah, let's do it. All right, bro. Okay, I appreciate you, and we appreciate everybody listening. All right, we'll catch you guys next week. Yep. PSP. Yep.